everyone. How you guys and gals doing? What did you think about China Dow doing the madhouse all by herself? My goodness, it was a good show, man. Way to go, China Dow. Today, we're going to be talking about our main story. Four Hells Angels plead guilty to drug trafficking. Then also we have members. <laughs> Here we go with the gang stuff with these people. Rebel motorcycle gang members arrested in Crow's Nest Pass home invasion. And then, yes, our first story is going to be, and this is a good one, because this dude got caught. Our last episode, we talked about this schluck. He went, kicked in a rear window on a lady's car, then pulled a gun on her. What I didn't like was they're going around calling him a biker, and they still are. He is not a dang biker. Get it through your head, the media. But, of course, they won't. Anyway, the messenger news. This one is by Monique Muriel. Biker suspect. See, that's what I said. Dirt bikey, I think we should call him. He's 26. He attacked Philadelphia mom, hit with a slew of charges. He's uh, facing 19 charges in all. He was arrested uh, Tuesday night and hit with the 19 charges related to the attack, including aggravated assault, recklessly endangering another person, and terroristic threats. There is the picture of Mr. Schlock. A tourist uh, aboard a sightseeing bus recorded a video of the alleged attack as the street was flooded with bikers. You know what? If they were bikers and seen that, they would have stopped it. Would have stopped it cold. So don't even give this guy that uh, moniker, if you will. Heron is accused of jumping on top of the victim, Nikki Bullock's car, and smashing the rear window, all while her two children were inside the car. Yeah, way to go, idiot. Bullock healer, uh, and she didn't stand down, man. She went at it with them. Good girl, man. That's what I say. Good girl. She said she was just grateful for the safety of her children. In the video, Bullock can be seen jumping out of their car and confronting them, who allegedly threatened her with a handgun. Police confiscated clothing and a firearm and a motorcycle. Heron was riding prior to the attack when he was arrested. In total, he was charged with a whole bunch of stuff, tampering with evidence, tampering with recording, uh, the whole nine yards, man. Now, they requested $5 million in bail. He was identified through tips from the public, according to investigators. And we all know, don't do stupid stuff on camera, man. You're going to get caught. But I'm surprised in Philadelphia, they gave him uh, $5 million bond when they just release anybody and everybody on the street. Anyway, going up to the Calgary Herald by Scott Strausser. Rebel, here it is, motorcycle gang, members arrested in Crow's Nest Pass, home invasion, this according to the RCMP, and I have had some complaints, you know, they put it in the complaint box that they don't like that I cover other countries' biker news. Well, guess what? I got listeners from all over the place, so shut up, stupid. Four suspects arrested in relation to a mid-September home invasion and assault in a southwest Alberta are all active members of the Outlaw Rebel Motorcycle Club, Alberta RCMP said. On September 16th, five men uh, armed with uh, weapons entered a home in Coleman and assaulted a male and female. An Alberta RCMP press release states a third resident was also attacked by the group. Quote, the suspects are alleged to have had firearms and other weapons during the incident, which spread out onto the street at which time police were called. The release stated all four suspects are active members of the Rebels Motorcycle Club. Uh, those arrested uh, included three of them or all four of them. Uh, face multiple and similar charges, including aggravated assault, break, enter, and commit, robbery, pointing a firearm, 
possession of a weapon for dangerous purpose and unauthorized possession of a firearm. Uh, they are, let's see here. They got bail up there. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, so that is out of the Calgary Herald main story going back up there. We're looking at the CTV news, Vancouver, this by Megan Gill investigators from BC's anti-gang police unit say four men have pleaded guilty after being charged with several criminal offenses following a large scale drug trafficking investigation that began three years ago. They just don't want to let it go, do they? The Combined Forces Special Unit of BC provided the update in the news release saying uh, that early 2020 investigation quickly led police to believe the individuals uh, involved were suspects in an interprovincial drug trafficking operation on december 6 2022 seven men were charged by the public prosecution service of canada with drug related offenses the investigation resulted in the seizure of firearms various illegal drugs and 25 criminal charges against individuals including a full patch member of the hell's angels motorcycle clubs Hanny chapter. Let's see here. What else we got? Anything interesting? <laughs> they go and say this was a uh, complex multi-jurisdictional investigation affecting several communities. Blah, 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 blah is what I say there. Uh, but what do you guys think of the media? And I asked this question in a previous video. Calling this schluck, I should say, what do you think of these schlucks that ride around on ATVs and dirt bikes and causing all kinds of problems for people? Those ain't bikers. And like I said earlier, bikers would have actually stepped in to help her. But no, the media has its narrative. They're going to run with it. And we all know that. But I'm glad dude got busted. He's an idiot. He makes everybody look bad. And he'll probably get off easy because it is Philadelphia, just kind of like Chicago. They let him run all over the place that they want. But at least, hey, something went down. Anyway, we're going to go to the second half of the show right now. China Doll has a very interesting subject. I'll see you on Monday. Rock on. <laughs> Join the Insane Throttle Members Only Club on YouTube or Spotify and receive exclusive content. Your membership in the Throttle Club helps keep the show going. Well, is an in-depth look at the trials and tribulations of street gang and motorcycle club life. This isn't the run-of-the-mill book that doesn't get the goods. This book will go into detail of events that actually happened. All materials in this book have been approved by those involved. There is nothing poetic, nor is there any price worth paying for the life we choose to live on the streets. James Hollywood Machikari, brother... Hello, everybody. <laughs> China Doll has taken over the studio this morning. Hollywood's on his way to work. Hi, Hollywood. Drive safe. Don't listen too intently to the show this morning because it's just me. I took over your chair. Man, these are some big old headphones to fit into. Let me tell you what. Oh my Jesus, I am sitting on two pillows right now because I can't fit in his chair. <laughs> what, y'all shocked? Yeah, it's just me. Y'all are, <laughs> are stuck with me. Hey, Melissa, how you doing this morning? So yeah, my heart's racing about 240 right now. My anxiety level's pretty freaking high. My hands are shaky. I am freaking out right now. I haven't gone live by myself in forever. 
So let's see how I do this morning because, you know, I got to prove to Mr. Hollywood and to myself that I got this when he ain't here. <laughs> so, you know, had some really crazy things going on yesterday in the workplace, but, you know, my work is boring, so let's just not go there today. Powerball, y'all better buy your Powerball tickets for Saturday's game. Let me tell you, it's over one and a half billion dollars. I know I could do with some of that. So I'm going to be getting some tickets today. Y'all should get your tickets too. Because let me tell you, I think we can all do a little something, something with that kind of money. Yeah. So let's see. Other than having a big chair to fill. <laughs> I know Hollywood looks pretty hot, right? <laughs> Other than having a big chair to fill and some big headphones to fill. I'm going to see what I can do here and see if I can hold my own. I think I got this. I got this. I got this. That's all right. I don't mind dirty knobs. 70, 750 million in taxes. That's fine. That's fine. They can take their taxes. I just want to pay off some debt. Don't y'all want to pay off some debt? I'm sure everybody's got a lot of debt right now because of the fact that, you know, gas is so high and groceries are so high. I know I do. It's craziness. So Hollywood says I should be funny. I don't know how funny I can be when I'm sitting here by myself talking to myself and all y'all. Yeah, it's kind of different when you ain't got nobody to bounce things off of, but we'll do the best that we can this morning. I know you're getting married in two days. Congratulations to you and Rich. Uh, let me tell you, wish we could be there, but unfortunately, both of us have to work on your wedding day. Uh, so congratulations. Make sure you tell us all about it uh, next week. Uh, it, it should be a fun day for you all. Hello, T. How you doing? So... Let's see. Anything funny happen? Hmm. Yeah. Here's something that funny that happened yesterday. I watched a female and a male at the gas pump pumping gas right on, in the motorcycle. And let me tell you what this girl, this girl, I'm surprised she didn't get knocked out by her man. They got in this big old argument right in front of everybody. And it was very crowded. So I only got to glance over every now and again. And she actually tried to push his bike over at the pump. She did. I'm sorry, ladies, but that is the last thing you should do. You should never, ever, ever, ever touch a man's bike like that. So they're still yelling. They're still yelling, going back and forth. She kept kicking the tank with her foot. He looks at her. He finished pumping and gas. He left her at the pump. Mm -mm -mm. He left her at the pump. She had to walk. Good for him. I'm telling you what. If it was me, I would have been like, yeah, mm-hmm. Leave her there because that ain't right. So she had to walk. So I thought that was hilarious. That was probably the best thing that happened at work yesterday was watching her have to walk home because of the fact she tried pushing over his bike at the pump. Ladies don't do that. That's just wrong in so many levels. You never go at a man's bike. If you're going to yell at him, yell at him. But let me tell you, don't touch that man's bike. That is his pride and joy. He's going to love that bike before he loves you. Just saying. Yeah, she is lucky he didn't hit her. And let me tell you, I was kind of surprised he, he did not because she was really getting into it. But nope, nope, nope. He just ditched her there. She ended up walking away and looked pissed as hell. Serves her right. Mm -mm. Serves her right. She deserved it. Really, you want to know what cigarettes are a top seller? Actually, Marlboro's a top seller at our gas station. Uh, uh, it was sad. It was so sad. Uh, let's see this other, this other customer. I don't know. I'm sure I've mentioned him before he came in. He's the one that, uh, tries to talk to me for an hour when he comes in and gets his lottery numbers and his, uh, views, uh, refills. Well, he trying to talk to me and he's saying, yeah, I had another dream. And I'm like, dude, I don't want to hear your dreams. I heard your last dream. You did not need to tell me about you and your ex-girlfriend having sex in your last dream. I did not need to hear that. So as he's trying to persist on, uh, 
telling me about his latest dream. I said, uh, no, uh, no, thank you. Uh, no. And then uh, another female that was working with me, she looks at him and goes, do you not understand? No means no. And then he got mad and he left. So I didn't have to deal with him for an hour. Thank God. Yeah. I, yeah, Steve, it, this is a <laughs> majorly white neighborhood. We do have some other ethnicities in this neighborhood, but nah, Newports aren't by us. That's more in uh, downtown Rockford. Not in this area. It's majority white here in our town. Hmm. What else do I got for y'all? God, I'm pretty boring. I don't have much going on today. So, oh, yeah, he tells me I got to hit these buttons, but I can barely reach them because I'm short. Let's see. The personalities on this radio show are going to take a quick break. They're going to get a cup of coffee, call mommy and ask for gas money, and they'll be right back. You're listening to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio, WMMRDB Rockford. All right, so I hit that button. It's very far away. So I do have some news stories, and I'm going to go pretty in-depth. <laughs> Well, thank you, Steve. No, <laughs> I don't have any boobies to show. They're, I'm I'm CEO and founder of the Little Titty Committee, so they're extremely little and they ain't worth showing, let me tell you. But I am in my pink because it is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. But, you know, recently I found out that there's a lot of things that go on in October, let me tell you. You got Breast Cancer Awareness Month, okay? You got Mental Health Awareness Month. You also have Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Now, I, of course, am addicted to my TikTok. Um, I've been watching and flipping through the TikTok and noticing that there's a lot of females and males that are on TikTok that put their hand over their mouth and play some background noise about being survivors of domestic violence. Okay? I... I, I question why they're covering their hand with their mouth, because to me, that means they're keeping themselves silent. Now, if you're a survivor of domestic violence, I don't know about you, but I'd be putting my hand up in the air and being excited and being like, hey, look at me. I'm still here. I wouldn't be putting the hand over the mouth and covering my mouth because that means you're really not proud of being a survivor. So <laughs> to me, that's just what I think. And as far as Mental Health Awareness Month, that that is a big thing for a lot of people and more people nowadays than you would ever probably assume. Um, people are very good at hiding it and wearing a mask. I mean, I suffer from a lot of different mental health issues. I try my damnedest, especially with Hollywood. Let me tell you, y'all don't realize how much Hollywood has to deal with with me as far as me having to deal with Hollywood. He has a lot to deal with me as well because sometimes when you have mental health issues, you don't have a lot of control over what you say and what you do. People think you, like, they always look at you and they're like, well, you can control yourself. Well, really, you can't all the time. Things just come out. Uh, you do things like I throw things. Uh, I, I, I blame him for a lot of stuff. Okay, some stuff's his fault. Some stuff's my fault. Like I said uh, yesterday, like 75%, I start everything that goes on in this house. Not going to lie. But. Mental health awareness is a big, 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 big thing. Um, one of the things that, uh, that's one of the reasons why uh, I chose the title for today, which is seven self-care behaviors that most people uh, neglect. Uh, Want to touch base on that. So, and, and it's not just for women, it's for men too. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of men suffer from mental health uh, issues and, People usually say, well, he's a man. Okay, so men have issues just like women do. Women just sometimes take it farther than the men. Yes, I said it. 
because I'm one of them. I take it far sometimes. I do act like a five-year-old a lot around the house. Just saying. Because uh, that's just me. That just happens. I got a few, few different personalities that come out. And nine times out of ten, I'm acting like a five-year-old. Or I act like myself. But people are good at wearing masks. I know a lot of times when I'm out and about, I have a mask on. And uh, when I go to work, I... I I wear a mask at work. I cover up how I'm feeling on the inside by being happy-go-lucky, messing with the customers, telling jokes. Heck, even the customers, that a lot of the customers come in because uh, they actually expect to have some sort of abuse verbally from the staff because I, they can dish it out, I can dish it out, they can take it, I can take it. I don't hold back from the customers. They don't hold back. It's fun. We have a blast. We go back and forth. They'll ask me, hey, let me get a pack, uh, two packs, Marble Light shorts. And I'm like, no. And I'll just stand there and stare at them. Be like, no, you can't have them. And then be like, come on. And I'll be like, no, I don't feel like working. Mm -mm. I smoked them all. Sorry. And then, of course, I take them down and sell them the cigarettes. Then you got people that are morons that come in trying to get cigarettes that uh, <laughs> are underage. Yeah. Don't mess with China Doll at work coming in with your underage ID because you ain't going to get cigarettes because we card hard and it ain't happening. So bye, Felicia. Move on to the next gas station, which I know for a fact the next gas station up the road doesn't card anybody. So just go buy them there. Leave me alone. Stay out of our store. I ain't got time to deal with you. Jason, part of the problem is that just saying mental health is too broad of a category. How many people realistically just uh, use mental health as an excuse? Uh, you know what? Uh, I agree with that. Uh, there are a lot of people that use it as an excuse because there's a lot of people that don't go diagnosed. And they just say that they have uh, mental health issues. And they just take advantage of the mental health issues terminology. Um, me personally, oh man, he's going to get me for saying um a lot. <laughs> me personally, uh, I, I'm on paper <laughs> as being mentally crazy. So it's okay. Uh, I try not to use that terminology often. Because I just tell people nowadays that take me as I am. You either love me or you hate me. I, I don't care anymore. Uh, most people most people deal with me as I am. I've got a lot of coworkers that only like working when they're working with me because I make the time go by because I'm making fun of people. I'm, you know, joking around all shift. But that's just me covering up a lot of times. <laughs> that's just me covering up a lot of times how I'm actually feeling because I could go to work numerous times and feel, be feeling like complete crap. Like yesterday I went to work with a severe migraine, but you know, I'm one that never calls off work. Uh, I've been there five and a half years now and I've never missed a day of work, fractured leg, migraines, throwing up, not feeling completely good, feeling really down and out, like depression real bad. I still go to work because, you know what, got to pay bills. Got to do what I got to do. So let's see. I got some interesting things that we could talk about today. This first one uh, really upset me because it made me really think about healthcare. And we've got uh, Juan Herta, 52, is facing charges of health care fraud, which is a felony down in Texas. Well, the man facing fraud charges after it was discovered, he was out on the road working when he was supposed to be caring for his elderly mother who sadly died from neglect from his neglect, officials say. So he is being. He's facing health care fraud, and after determining that he built, he milked the state out of $63,000 in Medicaid payments by submitting time cards indicating he was caring for his elderly mother, 
more than 2,300 hours when he wasn't even there. He was out on the road working. He was not even taking care of his mother properly. His Her wounds were so severe and there was such a high level of neglect and did not receive any personal care services that were pr- supposed to be provided by her son that she had... Okay, this is going to gross y'all out. Sorry for the grossness in the morning, but she was extremely malnourished and had exposed wounds with necrosis and maggots in it. That is how much this man did not take care of his mother. I am sorry to say a senior living facility would have done a hell of a lot better than this guy. He's facing third-degree felonary, felonary if, oh, my God, I did a China dollism felony charges for elderly abuse. How can somebody treat their own mother like that? I know my mom and I aren't close, but I, I would never do something like that. How can somebody do that to their own mother? It's disgusting. You're going to milk the state? To pay you to take care of your mother because you don't live in the same house. So I know here in Illinois, you can get paid for taking care of your elderly parent if you don't live in the same house. Not 100% sure if you live in the same house, but if you live in a different house, you can actually get paid by the state to take care of their well-being. But how can somebody do that to a parent? neglect their parent like that if you don't want the responsibility send your parent to a nursing home but you got to make sure you do your due diligence and check into those nursing nursing homes because i've heard some stories about nursing homes and some of them aren't that great they get about as neglected as they would by somebody like this guy god i hope you do major time and help somebody whoops you so pathetic How can you be like that to your own parent? It's disgusting. So down in Florida, a 13-year-old was taken into custody and charged with a felony misdemeanor. What is going on with this younger generation? A 13-year-old Naples, Florida student reportedly stabbed his teacher with a mechanical pencil before socking her in the head with his backpack while she was calling for help. This incident occurred on Tuesday at Golden Gate Middle School. The teacher was treated for a minor stab wound to the hand and a minor bump to the back of the head. The boy was sharpening uh, a regular pencil with a pair of scissors and became angry, and the teacher attempted to take the scissors from him. He reportedly began to cry. Then when the teacher provided him with a note to go see his to go see the counselor, he became irate and physically assaulted her with his second pencil, which was a mechanical pencil and his backpack. Holy crap. I'm sorry, but people need to start whooping their kids because there is no discipline. Absolutely no discipline in any of these kids nowadays. I don't care what anybody says. I get it. People have cameras. People are going to be like, oh, you're abusing your kid. No, no, I'm not. You want to record me whooping my kid's ass? Then let me tell you what. I'll whoop your ass at the same time because put your phone down. Do you not see how these kids are behaving now? It's disgusting. (laughs) Road rage. Hollywood is using psychology to give China Doll a trial by fire to prove herself. She can do it successfully and regularly. She's going to be focusing on her channel. What? Watch what happens. Stay tuned. Steve Easy. My old lady teaches kindergarten and has been attacked on a few occasions by one of these window licking spoiled brats. They are. These kids are so spoiled because of the fact that you think taking your phone, their phone away is going to really affect these kids. 13 years old. Oh, give me your phone. Give me your phone. 
that's nothing. That is not teaching them responsibility and teaching them how to grow up in this world by taking away their electronics. That doesn't teach them anything. What's that going to tell them? It's going to tell them that technically you're okay with what they did. Whoop their butt. Let me tell you, you hit them with open hand. <laughs> it's okay because I've talked to many numerous different kinds of cops and they said you can whoop their ass with an open hand. So start whooping some ass with these kids. Hi, Penguin. Good morning. Uh, the, there's nothing you got to, you got to, I mean, if we all could raise our hands on how many times we've all gotten our butts whooped when we were kids. Exactly. Maniac, make them pay for those phones. Don't give them away for free. Do chores around the house, something, but I know, I know me for one, I got one ass whooping by my dad when I was a kid. And from that point on, all he had to do was give me a look. Y'all know that look. And then you're like, oh, damn. Oh, damn. I ain't, no, nah, I ain't going to do it. I ain't going to do it. You know, I know there's many people out there that their parents used to beat them with their fists. Their parents used to beat them with belts. And now parents are afraid to do it. And yeah, that is true, Jason. A lot of parents just want to be friends instead of parenting them. I'm guilty of that. I, I'm actually guilty of being uh, not just a parent to my kids, but being a friend. But I have to honestly say that with our two kids, uh, each one of them got a butt whooping from their dad when they were little uh, from Hollywood. <laughs> he beat them each one time. And that was the only time it ever had and like just spanked him on the butt and it ain't never had to happen again. He, he just spanked him on the butt and that was it. And just the look on his face, you know, we actually, uh, our son makes jokes about it now called the mean dad face and he'll look at you and he'll just, mm. so we kind of tease him about the, the mad dad face now. And, uh, but yeah, it's you guys, these kids are out of control and these kids are going to turn into dumb adults eventually. And then you got to deal with like the dumb adults that a lot of us deal with now that stupid is as stupid does. And you can't fix stupid, but it's getting stupid. <laughs> Shut up, stupid. I know Hollywood's probably in his car right now or in his truck with his hand in his his hand on his face going, oh, my God, China. Oh, my God, you're so stupid. Yep, that's probably what he's doing right now. But, hey, I'm doing the best that I can. I'm sitting here by myself talking to these great people in the Madhouse crew. I get flashbacks every night when I take my jeans off that, that belt buckle. Oh, yeah, the belt buckle. Mm. You know, I know my dad used to tell me when he was growing up, his, his, his grandma used to tell him to go out and get a switch from the tree. And God forbid you don't bring back a big enough switch to get your butt whooped with. Because then you get your butt whooped worse. I remember one time I made my mom so mad that I actually put a school book in my pants. <laughs> so when she went to go whoop my butt, she <laughs> when she went to go whoop my butt she uh, with her hand, she actually hurt her own hand because she hit the book. I thought that was hilarious. There was one other time where she came up behind me and she tried to kick me. I don't know what I was doing besides laying on the floor watching TV, you know, Saturday morning cartoons and all. And she goes to kick me. She broke her toe. Oops. Don't kick me in the tailbone, lady. I'm just watching TV just because I didn't want to get up and do the dishes at that specific point in time. Too bad, Lady Jane. My goodness. You're waking up with Motorcycle Madhouse Radio, WMMRDB Rockford. You know, I really think I should do a sweeper because I could do WMMRDB Rockford just like he can. What the hell? That's not fair. Hollywood, I want to do one of your sweepers. I know you're listening. Uh, all right, now I got something that's going to really throw you off for a loop. Hmm. 
because you know me, it's Thirsty Thursday. I got to always bring up some sort of sex thing because that's where I go. That's where my mind goes. My mind always goes in the damn gutter. So let's see. Mm, orgasming is typically a goal for our lovers when they're enjoying a night of passion with their partner. I've been saving this one for so long because, yeah. <laughs> a new study found out a frightening 40% of sexually active men and women often fake their orgasms due to, drum roll please, I don't have a drum, good enough, their significant other's bad breath. <laughs> Y'all got some nasty breath out there. Everybody's going to be faking it till they're making it. Let me tell you. Y'all, y'all need, no, y'all need to like mouthwash, breath your teeth, something, throw a mint in your mouth because they're going to fake it until they make it because of the fact that your breath stink and they just want it over with. They, no, they just want it done. They, they do. Just, just stop. Finish what you started. Turn your head that way, like away. <laughs> Melissa, I don't need to fake anything. You go, grumpy rich. Hey, <laughs> I know people need to brush your teeth, your teethers. If you ain't got to brush your teeth like me, I only brush the bottoms because the tops ain't mine no more. Uh, soak them bitches and use some mouthwash. Come on, get out them Listerine strips. We know they still sell them. And everybody, <laughs> Hollywood, <laughs> you know you have dragon breath in the morning. Yes, I do. And I ain't going to lie because I'll admit to my flaws. I'll admit. <laughs> get to work, mister. Oh, you ain't got to start work yet. Damn. Now you got a comment in here. <laughs> You're terrible. You know, I actually had an, I had an employee ask me if I've ever smoked pot before. <laughs> I ain't. Thanks. Have a good day at work, honey. Everybody tell Hollywood, have a good day at work. Have a good day. Change a lot of tires and oil and whatever else you do because I don't have a clue. But, you know, I actually had somebody at work ask me yesterday, an employee, if I've ever smoked pot before. I'm like, yeah, no. Yes, I have. But no, it's not a good thing. China doll and pot. No, because China dog is paranoid. Like extremely, extremely paranoid. Uh, I No, no. I'm sure y'all have heard the. Uh... <laughs> He's part of that management, too. Uh I've heard, I'm sure y'all have heard us go over the story about the one time when he got me high because uh, I wasn't feeling good. And yeah, I smoked a couple hits off a joint. I should have only smoked one because it was one of those things where it creeped up on you. And then I got the munchies and he took me to McDonald's and at McDonald's coming out of the McDonald's drive through was a cop. So I yelled, it's the popo. And I hid under the dashboard in his truck. Yeah, no, I thought he was going to bust me. I thought he was going to bust me for being high. And then he tried gummies with me, and then I got paranoid. Uh, yeah, he Hollywood is management, actually. He is the ser service, uh, service manager. Yeah, he's management. He's in the management team. Uh, then he tried me with gummies. And I got paranoid. And when he tried to leave the room, I grabbed onto him and said, don't leave because I think I'm dying. Because <laughs> I was having like, because uh, I can't relax on that stuff. I was having like a panic attack. So he had to stay in the room until I fell asleep. And then he could leave because every time he tried getting up, I'd be like, don't go. I got to go to the hospital. I think I'm having a heart attack. So, yeah, China doll and weed don't mix. Now, if you give me some Fireball, we'll have a good time. Just saying. I'm pretty funny on Fireball. Just don't overdo it because I can't overdo it. Because if I overdo it, then I get stupid. If I do a couple shots of Fireball, I'm kind of funny. I'm not so funny right now, I guess, but I'm trying. 
I'm doing the bestest that I can because I got no Mike Ball in the chat room today. And usually I could have Mike Ball come in and save me, but he ain't in there. So I guess I'm riding solo. Mm, 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 mm. Oh, sorry. I got a little carried away there. I was picturing a TikTok. So, you know, let me see. Let, let's head on over to this uh, self-care because if I don't do this now, I'm never going to do it. So a lot of people are neglecting themselves because, you know, you got to put yourself first sometimes. Uh, I, I'm used to putting everybody before myself. And I've learned over the years that you really got to sometimes put yourself first. Um, but these are overlooked self-care behaviors that you need to really pay more attention to. Uh, number one is get help when you need it. In our society, asking for help can be frowned upon because they think it's a sign of weakness. You know what? I think that is ignorant. I really think it's ignorant. Um, when, when you're going through issues, I don't care if it's mental issues. I don't care if it's any kind of issues, whatever kind of issues you're going through. Never think asking for help is a sign of weakness. It's not. <laughs> Hi, Mikey. Good morning. <laughs> uh, never, ever, ever think that asking anyone for help. Um, yeah, I agree with you, Jason. It does depend on what you're asking help for. But even, I, I'm talking more or less along the lines. I'm not talking financial help because that's a different story. That's a different line people cross. I'm talking more... Uh, in the lines of like, you just need someone to talk to, um, things just ain't going right. Mainly, I guess, I guess you can say more for like your, your mental health health. Um, cause I don't want to say it's based on financial because that would be the biggest no, no, but I don't, I don't think somebody asking for help. Okay. Let's say it's somebody that's addicted to drugs. Let's say it's somebody that's addicted to alcohol. Um, the first thing that you do in life, the, the first thing knowing that there is a problem is you ask for help. So asking for help, I don't think makes a, makes for a weak person. I really don't. And that is what real friends are supposed to be there for. But, you know, people have a fine, a fine line on who their real friends really are because, there's a lot of people in this world. I think a lot of people have more fake friends than real friends. Um, people that like to take advantage of you, your kindness. Um, like me, that I can't, I, I don't, I can't even like name, but maybe five that I could uh, count on as far as friends. Um, I don't believe in having uh, best friends anymore. Uh, because they usually crap on you the most. So I have friends and then I have people that I associate with. Uh, yeah, I can count. Hi, Rebecca. Good morning. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I got about, uh, uh, enough on, I can count on one hand how many friends that I consider real friends. Um, and one of those ones is actually, uh, Hollywood, uh, you have one solid friend now that you're sober. Well, good for you for being sober, girl. And sometimes that's all you need is that one solid friend. That's sometimes that's all you need. You know, you don't, you know. See? Exactly. Right, Melissa? Rich is your best friend. And I'm sure Rich is going to say that you're his best friend. Because I think in order to have a good relationship with a significant other, you got to be friends first. You know, uh, because that's what matters. And I know uh, Hollywood and I sometimes we're the, uh, you know, we're all we got. You know, yeah, we're difficult with each other. I give him shit. He gives me shit, you know, but we are who we are and we're still together. I mean, you know, next summer it's going to be 30 years. So, uh, uh, you know, it's going to be a good thing. It's going to be a good thing. I'll go ahead and do another station identification. Jeez, I can't reach these buttons. 
Blowing up your radio with today's hottest hits. Hottest hits. You're listening to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio, WMMRDB Rockford. See, I'm. I want to do. I want to do one of those. I could do it. I can make those voices. It's crazy. So yeah, a- asking for help when you need it, you know. And I'm not talking money, monetary. I'm not talking monetary at all. You know, it, there, there's more than that in this world. If people are only coming asking for you for money, they ain't your friend. Uh, number two is avoid avoidance. Basically, it's figure out a way to task through a series of easy, small steps before the big steps. That makes sense. At first, I didn't catch what it was going on. Uh, It's avoid avoidance. Basically, you got to stop avoiding things in your life. Uh, because I know things are hard. I know sometimes things are extremely difficult, but you really got to stop avoiding it and face those things head on. Because if you don't face those things head on, how do you accept to, how do you expect to achieve something in life? You know, challenges, you know, they do affect you in a way. God, I'm saying, you know, a lot, my bad. Sorry. Um, People like to avoid conflict. People like to avoid uh, doing specific things because they're afraid of failure. Well, the more you avoid doing things, the less you're going to accomplish in life. You, you have to come face forward, you know, one step in front of the other and do small steps to get to that big ending result. So, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Uh, number three is change perfectionism into excellent ism what's with the freaking isms most tasks don't take don't have to be done perfectly if you allow yourself to adopt a good enough attitude towards minor tasks now this i really can agree with i i am sometimes extremely perfectionist like i'm the type of person that i will if my checkbook register looks like crap i will rewrite my whole checkbook because i have to be it has to be perfect so i personally have been working on a lot of stuff to stop trying to be perfect because nobody's perfect i don't care what anybody says no one's perfect in this world i know i will never be a perfect person I know Hollywood will never be a perfect person, no matter how hard we try to be perfect. Nobody's perfect. And you're going to make mistakes and hopefully you learn from your mistakes. But you have to have, you know, you got to realize that things aren't going to be 100% 24-7. So if you can accept that it's good enough and it's not perfect, then you should feel better about yourself. You should be, hey, I accomplished something because it's good enough. It's not perfect, but it is good enough. You had to kill us. Stink bugs are gross, Rich. God, ew, you smell like it. We don't want to smell like it. It's nasty. And and you are 100% right, Rebecca. Failing is part of learning. If you don't fail at something and try again, then how are you expecting yourself to accomplish things in life? I fail at things all the time. I get so mad at myself because I fail at stuff, but then guess what? You don't give up. You just try a different route. You know, you go a different way around it than the first time you tried tried doing whatever you were doing. So you can accomplish that task. Like me, you know, there's a lot of things I have been working on over the past year. And I think I've done pretty good. Uh, not letting people walk on me and not letting people take advantage of me anymore. And, you know the no fucks given attitude because I used to always give a hundred, you know, everybody like 500 chances and yeah, kind of over that now because too many people took advantage of all those chances. Uh, set boundaries. Here's a key to getting your me time. 
set boundaries. That means being assertive about what you want. Assertiveness being able to say no in a direct, honest, and forthright manner without feeling guilty. You are not a doormat. So there are so many times where I've told people, yes, I even do it at work. Yeah, I'll cover for so-and-so when I should be telling them no, because I need to spend time with my family. I spend more time basically at work than I spend at home. And do I feel bad about it? Yeah. But at the same time, it's kind of my job because I'm an assistant manager. But a lot of these times when I go in and cover for people, I'd rather just be at home and watching a movie with Hollywood or preparing for like the next day show or something of that means. <clears throat> so there, you know, there's a lot of times you really got to learn how to say no. And that's the problem nowadays is people don't say no. People just give, 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 and give, and give of themselves. And y'all need to just learn how to say uh, no, because I know I got to do it. I got to learn it. I'm still learning it because sometimes you're too afraid to say no because you're afraid of repercussions. But you know what? Screw that. Worry about yourself. Learn to say no. I'm going to learn with y'all because I know I need to learn it. Uh, decluttering. Declutter your surroundings or your home can lead to a boatload of benefits, including a greater sense of control, reduced stress, and even increased brain power, higher productivity, and better decision-making. So they say, um, I, I declutter a lot. Honestly, uh, I, I don't like a cluster hell. Like a lot of times I'll actually come here in the studio and clean the studio when Hollywood's not here. Hint, hint. Uh, because he's got like a lot of things on this desk. I actually had to move all his stuff over to the left. So, so I could put my stuff on the desk. Cause like my side is like super clean. Uh, and his side, he's got a lot of stuff over here. So somebody might be coming home to a clean studio. You're welcome. Just saying. Except Hollywood, I'm not cleaning this thing with all the knobs. I'm, I'm not because that's scary. So, it, it, you know, you do. You got, you got to declutter. And you know what? You know what I consider also decluttering in your life? Decluttering all those friends that they say are your friends and they're not. Not. <laughs> That's some um, self-care right there, let me tell you. Declutter people from your life because they clutter up your life sometimes. Push them away. Tell them no. Tell them you don't want to deal with them anymore. You know, it's like, it's ridiculous. They're about, some people are about as much clutter as your belongings are clutter. You know, push them aside. You don't need all that clutter in your life. Get rid of the people that are causing you issues. Uh, put free time, me time, in your schedule. Having a daily routine for your self-care will define that as an exercise, meditative activities, family time, reading, or just plain alone time. Then it will build your self-care into your... You got to build it into your day. Like me... One of my favorite alone times, believe it or not, is soaking in the bathtub, like super hot water, like scalding hot bubble bath. Uh, that's my one of my me times. Oh, he'll be able to find everything. I don't I don't go like I don't throw stuff out. I just organize it and he actually appreciates it. I organized his bedroom the other day. <laughs> yup. I do that kind of stuff. It's weird. Uh, I love, I love soaking in, um, I got these Epsom bath, bath, uh, liquid, bubble bath liquid with Epsom salt in it. And, uh, I, I love, I love sitting in that and yeah, I'll sit in there an hour, but I'll just listen to, I'll like put my music on my playlist on and I'll just sit in there and chill because that's, that's what I consider my me time. The other time that I have, that's my me time since I walk to work is my walk to and from work is my me time to get in um, my right mind frame, like for going to work, 
to get in my mindset. Okay, you're going to work. It's probably going to suck because it usually does. So you got to take some deep breaths. You got to try not to bite anybody's head off. Try not to like throat punch people, which is very hard. You know, so it's like you, you, I get in my mindset for going to work when I walk to work. And then when I walk home, I got to try and get everything out of my mind, which has been very hard for me. And I'm sure you've all heard it from Hollywood. It's been very hard for me to like not bring my work home with me. So usually I'm trying to use my walk home from work as me to kind of reflect on what went on for the day and try not to bring it home to where I, you know, get pissed off and start yelling at Hollywood and then we start arguing and then, yeah, <laughs> you know, so it's like, you know, you got it. You got to do any, you got to do what you got to do, but you need to definitely set a time, some side for some stuff, some uh, <laughs> China dollism. You got to set time aside for yourself and make sure that you're taking care of yourself because if you don't take care of yourself, you honestly will make yourself go crazy. Uh, so you got to do it. You got to set it aside, whether it's like Hollywood, he'll go out to the garage. That's what he, he does. He'll go out to the garage and he'll have, you know, mess around in the garage. Uh, he texted me last night and he's like, he's like, how's work going? I'm like, well, it's work. And, uh, I'm like, what are you doing? He says, he's out in the garage messing around. I go, are you cleaning it? <laughs> because I can't, I can't, I'm not allowed to go in there and clean the man cave. I can clean off the coffee table because we have a coffee table out there and a, and a couch. So I can clean off the coffee table and I could sweep the floor. But that's the extent of my cleaning in the garage because that is his man cave. Other than that, I'm not allowed to clean. So I'm like, so you cleaning it? LOL. And he's like, no. I'm like, yeah, okay. That figures. Steve Easy, no matter what happens at work, I always tell my old lady I had a good day. I learned it from my older head that it and it saves a lot of bullshit in a relationship. Yeah, that it that's true. That's true. I usually just I don't say I had a good day. I just say my day was eh or it was busy or it was slow. But sometimes things happen at work where, you know, you, you want to vent. And I have to come to the, you know, conclusion that I got to learn to stop venting about my job to Hollywood because it causes issues here at home. So what I actually have uh, been starting to do is uh, writing all my uh, issues in a journal when it comes to work. Uh, I write them. I'm, gonna, I'm actually just started doing it yesterday. Uh, that was my new thing for me to start doing is to write down all my issues uh, so I don't have to vent them to Hollywood. Uh, and screaming is really good. Screaming is really good. There's been a few times where I've shoved my face in a pillow and screamed super loud. That that uh, that helps. That helps. It helps you like get some release. So that's always that's always a good thing, too. But let's see. I think there's one more. Hmm. Hmm. Because we're getting close to the end of the hour. I personally swear to God, I didn't think I'd make it an hour. Hollywood's like, if you can make it at least 30 minutes, you're good. And I'm like, okay. Okay. Well, the last one on here, I'm not even going to touch base on because it's about minding your money and financial management. I think we're all pretty wise on how to uh, keep track of our finances and not to borrow them to stupid people that you'll never get your money back from because that's how people think they're owed money and they're not. Uh, financial management is kind of a difficult task right now because of everything being so high in price. But, you know, if you look for the sales, you look for the budgets. Hey, I'm a coupon clipper. <laughs> so it's like I do what I can. Well, thank you, Rebecca. She says, I'm enjoying your time, China. A switch up once in a while is nice. Well, you know, we were actually both feeling under the weather yesterday. And we were going to pre-record for today. And that's usually when you'll see me, uh, like, in the chat. Means that we recorded the night before because he has to work and whatnot. Or 
you know, if I have to work early in the morning, sometimes, uh, you'll see me in the chat room. Uh, but I told him I wanted to give it a shot because we were both tired. So I tried, uh, we're going on almost an hour. Uh, I appreciate all you guys listening to me gab, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and call it because I, I don't really know where else to go with this. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for uh listening to me jabber jaw. I appreciate all of you. I know Hollywood does too. Um Hollywood will be uh he'll have uh biker news tomorrow and we will have our show for Friday. So until then. Peace out, be good to one another, and please, please, please do some self-care. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Much love. Bye, y'all. And that's it for a Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem. Don't forget to visit us on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, and all major podcast platforms for all the replays of Motorcycle Madhouse shows. Don't miss out on our lives Monday through Friday at Rock On.